Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Our Father, we thank you tonight that we worship you. What can we render? We render praise. We render worship. We render thanksgiving. We render our lives unto God because we were born to worship God. And today, Father, we ask You to receive our worship, receive our offering of praise. The people in this house, they want to say, Lord, we love You because You first loved us. Come on, give God a big praise right now. Hallelujah. And so tonight, Father, we once again remember our dear Pastor Harold, who have celebrated this weekend his 75th birthday. What a gift he is to the body of Christ. And his dear wife, Maud, we thank you for helping and blessing her to take care of Pastor with a wonderful family. And today, Lord, in this house, God will bless everyone. I believe today God knows our name. I believe today God knows our location. I believe today God knows everything about us. And therefore God is going to locate us and bless us in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. And therefore now, Father, bless us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, good evening, everybody. It has been a fabulous, fabulous weekend being with Pastor and Morty and the family and being with you this morning and tonight. I'm going to be very, very sad to go home tomorrow. But you know what it is. Life goes on. And so we want to bless our dear Pastor. Pastor, you are just such a gift to us. The more we spend time with you, the more we understand the gift you are to us. So, Pastor, I want to give you a little story that, uh, you know, you're a grandfather. I'm a grandfather. People don't know I got two grandchildren. And since my grandchildren have come, I used to be number two. Now I'm number five. And so, the issue here is that this young boy, went to his grandpa, said, Grandpa, I want a chocolate, but Granny's rule is I can't have chocolate until I finish dinner. So Grandpa says, boy, come here. You must learn. So he sat the young boy down. He says, see, Granny's rule is that you must eat your dinner first, and she may not even give you the chocolate. But grandpa's rule, when you take one, remember, bring another one for me. Pastor, <laughs> God bless you. Folks, we are going to televise this, and it will be on Faith and TBN. So when I say 
I'm so glad to be at Little Falls, etc. I want you to make a big noise like I didn't tell you to. Oh, come on. Is that okay? Is, is that okay? But please now, don't, don't make a big... Now, you see, you're doing it like grandma. You must wait till grandpa tells you. Right? Well, folks... We are coming live from Little Falls Christian Center where I'm celebrating the 75th birthday of my dear pastor, Harold Weitz. And with him is his wife, Mordy. And we're just so blessed to have them. And he's got a wonderful, prayer-charged, Holy Ghost-filled, Word-based church. So today, I want to give you welcome from Little Falls. I want you to turn to Joel chapter 2 and verse 25. And it says, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. Now, the book of Joel is lined up with the second coming of Jesus. You need to understand tonight that when Joel prophesied, some of the things he says, he says that God will bless your wheat, your oil, and your wine. He says that in last days, God is going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. And then he goes on and he says, In the last days, I will restore what the four locusts have eaten. And so tonight, I want you to understand what the word re restore means. It means return someone or something to its former condition, place or position. I want to tell you today that God is not a panel beater. So what do you mean, Pastor Gopal, that God is not a panel beater? When you take your car for repairs to a panel beater, He fixes up the car, but the car is no longer in its original condition. But when God restores you, he takes you right back to your original condition. Come on, somebody. Amen. So God is saying to you, you know, it's 24 months now that we've gone through what we have called the pandemic of COVID. I'm here to tell you today, everything you lost, God is going to restore. Come on, somebody. God is going to restore. Some people will tell you that these are the days of gloom and doom. Let me tell you something. If it is a days of doom and gloom, then the church does not have much hope. But my Bible says, my latter will be greater than my former. 
Are you listening to me? In other words, when I was a candlelight, now I'll become a floodlight. So I want to ask you a question. How can I believe doom and gloom? I do believe there has to be repentance. I do believe there has to be humility. I do believe there has to be the fear of the Lord. But in the middle of all that, God says, I will restore. God says, I will give you that which you lost. He says, I will restore it to you. I will give it in its original condition. Now, there are many things that have happened. What I'm trying to do today is to give you some headlines. Number one, when we receive the news that COVID had come to the shores of South Africa, I believe at that particular time in our country, there was released what I call the spirit of confusion. The scientists don't agree with each other. The medical people don't agree with each other. The politicians don't agree with each other. So what has happened, we have had the spirit of confusion. Spirit of confusion has caused, caused us a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Now, because we opened up our lines, we have had something in the last 24 months, something like 350,000 prayer requests. And so, Pastor Gopal, what does that mean? Simply, the biggest loss people took and I'm not speaking individually, I'm speaking generally, the biggest loss people took was finances. But you know, brother, you talked about the tide. The Bible says when you give your tide, God will rebuke the devourer. Come on, somebody. God will do it. Not your prayer, not your fasting, but God who sees the tide because a tide is a covenant. It's like the communion. It's a covenant. And God is not a covenant breaker. God is a covenant keeper. And so today, we have seen people get affected in their pocket. And you know human nature, when people get affected in their pocket, it hits them pretty hard. Businesses, loss of jobs, the economy, etc., I'm here to tell you, 24 months have passed, but God is going to restore. Come on, somebody, listen to me. God is going to restore. I'm going to give you a little testimony. The week before, I was supposed to go and play golf, and we booked everything. Sunday night, we all were packed. We all made our calls. How are we going to meet at the uh, uh, airport? And then at 8 o'clock, President Cyril Ramaphosa started his first family meeting. <laughs> so in a family meeting, he made the announcement that there's going to be a lockdown next Sunday. But in the meanwhile, you have to take all these precautions. 
So my wife told me, you've already planned, your friends are going with you, go. But something told me, don't go. And so I connected with the airlines. Somehow they also got shaken by this and we didn't go. Then they said, well, you're a no-show. I always show up. They said, you're a no-show. And we wrote them letters, etc., etc. Then I came here to Pastor Harold with a pastor's meeting in November and I got to the airline. I don't want to say their name because they'll get free advertising. <laughs> I'm not going to give them that. So what happened... What, what happened is I went to their place and I said, listen, this has happened to me. The lady was so, so gracious. She says, Mr. Gopal, you and your three friends, I will book you all now. There'll be a little surcharge. I say, no, ma'am, what about the hotel and what about the car? Because the hotel and the car are worth more than, the, than your flight. She said, well, you have to phone the people in the office, found, 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 just like all call centers. We are very busy. We will attend to you close uh, uh, just now, but don't worry, have a cup of tea in the meanwhile. <laughs> and so nothing happened. To cut a long story short, already I made it long, is that somebody knew somebody in the office, knew me, they connected us. Last week, I got all my flights, I got all my accommodation, and I got all my car. God restored. Come on, somebody. I say, God restored. Now, somebody in this meeting is going to say, Pastor Gopal, what is that in comparison to two million, five million I lost? My business, my house. Let me tell you something. When a seed takes place, that means there's a harvest coming. If God can do it just with your airline tickets, God can do it with your business. God can do it with your house. God can do it in a way you don't even going to understand. Are you listening to me? See, I'm not looking at that particular thing God did. I'm looking about what's coming after. Now, may I tell you this? Many people, if somebody took from you, you are so hell-bent, you want God to deal with them. They pay you back. I'm here to tell you, that's not the way God works. Sometimes, God will use somebody else that you don't even know to bring forth restoration what somebody else owes. Because God's ways are higher than our ways. Come on, somebody. And so you need to understand today that when restoration comes, don't look at one source. Don't look at one person. Don't look at the person who took it from you because God can use anybody. I'm not interested who God uses. I'm interested I'm getting restored. Come on, somebody. I'm getting my original condition. So today, I've already now broke some barrier. How many of you know, I'm here today to tell you the story because you're angry. You can't get your breakthrough. But because God gave me a breakthrough, there's a breakthrough anointing. 
You understand what I just said? What you cannot do, God did for me. And what God did for me, because I'm the one that is ministering, I'm releasing that anointing. I'm releasing that anointing. And you're going to get your breakthrough. I'm calling in everything the devil stole. And God will restore. Amen. I want to teach Molly a song tonight. I'm going to the enemy's camp and I'll take back worry. Oh, you bad singers. <laughs> Point is, folks, don't let the devil get away with murder. Don't let the devil mess your family. Don't let the devil mess your health because there is a God. I say there is a God who will restore he will restore. Hallelujah. So today, you need to understand that God is going to remove the spirit of confusion. A spirit of confusion also brings division. You know, you need to understand where there is unity, God will command His blessing. God will command His blessing. We must have unity. You must have agreement. And if you have agreement with heaven, heaven is going to respond to you. Because heaven responds to unity. You see, folks, when you have unity, God will bring the anointing from your head and it will flow right down to your feet. You are going to be anointed that every yoke is going to be destroyed. I pray today yokes are destroyed, burdens are lifted, the power of God is released. You that feel the yoke on your shoulder, the anointing destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. There's not going to be all the stuff that's going to bring division in your life. The spirit of confusion. You know, I, 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 I told the flock many times. I said, listen, whether you agree or you don't agree, you don't have to debate with everybody. Some of you want to debate because you're right. Others of you want to debate because you think you're right. Don't debate with people. It's not a time to debate. It's a time to seek truth. And truth will set you free. Come on, somebody. Jesus is the truth. I don't want to waste my energy debating on people. If you don't give my money, you'll feel my prayer. If you can't sleep, you're feeling my prayer. You see, you need to understand we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirit. Though the enemy will come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against the enemy. Come on, somebody. We want to praise God this day and say, we will have the victory. Somebody shout, restore, restore, restore. Restore! Restore! Come on, somebody. God is going to give you in the original condition. Praise God. 
Now, we realize there's another spirit that was released during this time in the last 24 months. It's called the spirit of fear. People feared things they didn't know was real. People feared because somebody gave a gossip. People feared because they watched television. Look at the numbers. Look at the people dying. Hey, how can you look at that and get fear when God has given you life? God, listen to me. The devil has no power to take you out until you finish your assignment that God gave you. Come on, somebody. The devil cannot take us out, Pastor. Why do we fear? If we have to go, we must go. Because you're going from this life to eternal life. But don't be fearful because somebody else had some mishap. Because the numbers are out. I tell you, my friends, you have to read the fourth book of the Bible. It's called Numbers. See, many of you need to understand your mind is starting to play tricks on you. What is not true, your mind is saying it's true because somebody else said it. I ask you a question, what did God say? I ask you a question, what did God say? I ask you a question, there's a prophetic word that you shall be able to do great and mighty things in the kingdom of God. You're not going to die early because you have to produce an Isaac. You're not going to die barren. You have to produce a Samuel. Come on, somebody. Are you listening to me? And when you have faith, you need to understand Faith will dispel darkness. Darkness does not have authority over you. Now let me just give you an illustration here. When you go into a dark room and you switch on the light, do you first say, darkness now, please, 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 please go. What do you do? Switch on the light. When you switch on the light, it shows something. Light has power over darkness. Come on, somebody. Are you listening to me? I want to ask you a question. Why do you allow fear to have power over your faith? Oh, you come here and you dance and you praise and you worship. What type of dance is this? I don't know. Huh? And then you, you go out and say, give me a high five. And then you get home and you say, lock everything up. <laughs> Said, nobody, nobody must even phone me. The church, don't come and have cells in my house. No, no, no. Didn't you hear? They had family meeting and what they said. I ask you, do you allow your fear to dictate to you? And your faith stays in the background. When you have faith, just like when you put the light on, you don't have to say fear. Please go now. Go to your mother-in-law. Go, go, go. <laughs> when you have faith, fear 
is dispelled. Are you listening to me? Fear is dispelled. You don't have to have a hallelujah meeting. You don't have to have a fasting and prayer. You don't have to read the Bible and say no weapon formed against me. It shall not prosper. You just need to say I have faith in God. The light will come on and fear will leave in the name of Jesus. Come on somebody. You need to understand. We as a church, we lack the emotion of God, which is called love. And the Bible says, perfect love casteth out all fear. If you have fear, you're lacking in love. Oh, but Pastor Gopal, I come to church. You're lacking in love. Because if you have love, perfect love, Cast it out, all fear. So I don't have to pray. I don't have to bind. I don't have to loose. I don't have to fast. I just have to have love. And perfect love casted out every fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love. But of love, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Can I have a witness in the house? Are you listening to me? I'm telling you today that we need to understand that we cannot listen to me. You may have limped your way for 24 months, but now God is restoring. You may have had difficulties. I've had difficulties. I've had hardship. You know, when Omicron came, the end of November, I don't know how it came to me. I tell my wife, I'm not feeling well. Ooh, got me in the car. Now, before she could take me to the doctor, she took me to be tested. I told her, how many times are you going to test me? Every time I'm with my staff, someone's got the virus, they test me. That fellow need testing, not me. <laughs> but I went through testing and testing and testing. And then I had this headache. So I said, let me stay home. So they took me. It was about three or four in the morning. I received an SMS. And when the SMS said, you positive. I said, praise God, I'm always positive. <laughs> and so, what happened is, I told my wife, you know, I have to be in isolation now. And we made all the arrangements. Don't bring the grandbaby to me. Don't bring my children to me. Matter of fact, I wrote her an email. When she read the email, she came into the room and she said, is it true? And so, that night, I took my hand and I went for my throat because my throat was sore. I woke up midnight. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. Then I took my earphones and I put the Bible on. And by the way, it was all the epistles of Paul. 
and I put that on. While listening to Paul, I fell asleep because he was a boring preacher. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I changed it from the Bible into songs. And immediately, that whole thing left my body. Whole thing left my body. I was healed in two days. Two days. Now, let me tell you another story. I knew I was healed. I told my wife I was healed, but I reminded her. They said you have to be 10 days in isolation. <laughs> now, folks, you need to understand. For the first two days, I already felt the anointing. Three meals come to my room. <laughs> and you think now after the second day, I'm going to say I'm coming out of the room? <laughs> then my grandbaby would come. And she really loves my wife and they got a hectic kind of relationship. She says, Granny, Papa needs his tea. So I used to have two teas with biscuits. I ask you a question. Would you be foolish enough second day to come out? <laughs> I stayed till... The 10th day, I called the physician. I said, is there any extension to this? <laughs> Folks, what am I telling you? I am telling you that all of us had some issue that we had to deal with. But I'm not allowing that issue to keep me down. I'm a bounce back kid. Are you listening to me? I'm not going to allow that to keep me down. I'm not going to tell you how bad it was. I'm not going to tell you what happened to my head. I'm not going to tell you why I had body pains. But I'm going to tell you what the devil stole. God is going to restore. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. God is going to restore. I say to you today, I was really wanting to preach this to you and I'm saying this to you and to all our dear viewers. I say to you today, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. I'll tell you something. It may take 24 months. It may take 36 months. But if God says He will restore, God's not a man that He will lie. His Word is a and a man. His Word will be true. I'm standing on the Word of God. Come on, somebody. Amen. My prophetic word is I will live and not die. Your prophetic word is you will live and not die. Your prophetic word is that whatever the devil stole, God will restore. It may come from different sources. It may come from people you don't know. But I don't care where it comes from, but God is going to restore. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a praise.
Come on, somebody. Whoa. Come on, somebody. Praise Him. Get back what the devil stole. Shout hallelujah. Shout glory to God. Somebody say, God will restore. Say it again. Say it again. Now, just before you do it one more time, I want you to think now. The Bible says your mind is your biggest opposition. You think defeat, you're going to get defeat. You think it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Your mind. Now, I want you to think about the 24 months and some major things the devil attacked you on. Some major things he attacked your family on. Some major things he stole from you. So when you say God is going to restore, I'm not saying that you have empty words, but I want you to focus that that is going to come in. Oh, come on, somebody. That's going to come in. I believe right now. Say God is going to restore. One more time. One more time. One more time. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, shout of praise. Shout of praise. Shout somebody. Shout somebody. We have the victory. Whoa. Come on, somebody. God is going to restore. Raise both your hands. Father, today, I pray the anointing of restoration. You will give back in its original condition. And tonight, we take God at His word. I believe, Father, the enemy has been defeated through the Word of God. The prophetic year today that whatever people have lost, God is going to make them restore. I believe someone's health is going to be restored. Though the doctor says it's going to take a long time, but I believe God is going to restore in quick time. I believe today, Father, some relationship that has been torn and broken, I believe you will restore in the name of Jesus. I also believe today, for those whose finances has been attacked, God, I know that you will restore. I believe today people are going to have faith. I believe today we're going to say, fear, you have to go. Somebody say, fear, you have to go. Say it again. Say it one more time. Say, fear, you have to go. Remember, you're speaking to a spirit. You're speaking to a spirit. Fear, you will not intimidate your children. Everyone that is under the sound of my voice, you will walk in faith. Faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. And the Word of God has gone forth today.
We are going to go to the enemy's camp and take back 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 what he stole from us. Come on, somebody, go right ahead. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.